Is West Virginia the perfect case study for exactly what you do not want to happen for your NCAA college football program? You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. Today, I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your daily dose of all things cowboy and cowgirl related here on Locked On Oklahoma State. My name is Cody Stovall. I'll be your host today. And we are partially brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs, they're the best place for you to find the right candidates to fit your workplace the right time. So as we discussed yesterday, you know, the, the, the objective here was to do the, the film, right. But uh, we, we did hit on a lot of the, the West Virginia film. I'll just say this against OU. They used a lot of the three, three, five look. In their last game against Kansas State, they they used a, a mixture of three three five and more like a four two five, so you don't really know what you're going to get. But that's the whole point with West Virginia. They beat OU, which they've never ever ever done before ever in the history of them being in the Big Twelve. Not happened. And then they beat Virginia Tech, their big rival, back to back, which kind of like uh, Bedlam. It hasn't happened in a while. So that was a big deal for them. But it still is not good enough. Well, okay, you kind of think it is, or you did for the last weeks, because all we've been hearing is that his buyout is just so insane that there's not a lot of ways around it. His buyout was $16 million. Now, granted, they can they can work something out, and it appears as though as of, like, today, they have, or at least that's the rumors going around now. So it went from no way, no way, no way, no way, no way, to now, like, oh, there is a way. So where does that leave at West Virginia? Well, at least they're in a bad, they're in an odd spot, because not only does it look like they finally had a group of people or somebody Step up to the plate and find a way to replace Neil Brown. And I've heard rumors that it could be a Tom Herman. It could be a Gary Patterson. I, I think those are all logical uh, choices. I think that Gary Patterson could be reinvigorated because of what happened at TCU. As long as he takes accountability and realizes the last four years at TCU is what got you fired. And that cannot happen. But, you know, being in the analyst role and, and still being heavily involved, I'm sure the passion has, is still there. I'm sure that he would love an opportunity to rewrite some wrongs and and be put in in a, in a different light, a light that he feels he deserves, and he does. I mean, dude, the dude's got a statue though, right? So it's ironic that they build a statue and then he leaves. Uh, it doesn't work out, and they're having this crazy run. But that's neither here nor there. So West Virginia again, they're they're a confusing bunch. 
Now, the Big 12 is obviously very loaded, so, you know, there's a lot of parity, and you can't exactly bank on what, what happens in one game and what happens in another game. You know, they put 38 or 31 up on K-State. Uh, we put zero up on K-State. But are they 31 points better than Oklahoma State? No. Uh, West Virginia beats OU, and w- we can't pull that off. So it just it doesn't mean anything, right? They're second to last, right? And that, that's why they're moving in these directions. But it's bad. It's always bad when you have to get rid of a head coach. It's even worse when you had to spend weeks trying to find a way to get it up um, financially so you could potentially do it, and then you do finally get to that, that point. But now what does that do for NIL? What does this do for their travel and recruiting and everything? They're not rolling in money all, all over the place. So this, whether it be 15 mil, or 16 mil or 12 mil or 11 mil or 10 mil or whatever they decide to work out together. I mean, Neil Brown's going to have to negotiate to some degree, but if they're not rolling in money, it's going to be a problem somewhere, whether, whether it be NIL or strictly recruiting or the expenses for travel for recruiting. I mean, you don't really know, right? Only they know the situation that they're in, but I mean, Financials are financials. So there's a lot of things that are fairly public information and or public knowledge. And again, they're not they're not just rolling in the dough, which is why they spent weeks saying that they were stuck like Chuck and couldn't get out of it. But even if you get rid of your coach, they already had to fire or have their athletic director, uh, air quotes, resign. So they got rid of AD, Shane Lyons, and it looks like they're probably getting rid of HC. And Neil Brown, they've also lost their their best corner uh, and one of the best players on their entire team as of the other day, uh, Charles Woods, cornerback. He's got a year left. He can go anywhere he wants and most likely start at 99% of, or 90, at least 90% of places. I might, 99 might be a little rich, but, and now you hear another one of their, their best players on the entire squad, CJ Donaldson. There's rumors that he might be out. Nico Markle is one of the biggest recruits in West Virginia program history. There's rumors that he might be out. He's in a little bit different situation, though, because he's probably going to be out because Garrett Green was thought of as an afterthought, just like K-State's Will Howard, kind of an afterthought. It's cool to see those kids and Max Duggan, right? A lot of second-string quarterbacks this year in the Big 12 are having big, big, big seasons. Maybe that is a good sales pitch. If you're a quarterback in the Big 12 and you're not super happy with PT, well, don't stress about it too much, bud. It's coming down the pipeline at some point. It's just it's too good of a league. It's too deep of a league. It, we play too fast uh, to not have really good backups. That's the thing that's changed the most. It's It's not the same as it used to be. It's not about the same things that it used to be about. You gotta be better in a lot of different areas now. Uh, speaking of getting better in certain areas, uh, I have to bring up our our main sponsor today, or our title sponsor, mind you. It is LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs is what's going to help you find the right candidates that actually want and that you actually need. Right? 
how, how dare you be logical in your, your search for employees? But go to LinkedInjobs.com or LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Again, that's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to find the people that are going to fit your company the best and the fastest. It is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in hires versus their competitors. Go to LinkedInjobs.com slash locked on college to Get your job postings done for free right now. So they had to get rid of their 80, right? Got to get rid of the head coach, right? Uh, lost their best corner, yeah? Lost, uh, losing potentially one of their other best players, C.J. Donaldson. Their, their biggest, um, you know, recruit at quarterback, definitely in Neil Brown's era, probably in the last decade, probably in the last 25 years. Nico Markey was a big get for them. Um, but Garrett Green, Garrett Green has, has provided a spark. He's done a lot of things. You can't fault what happened at K-State. K-State's defense can do that to anybody. Um, they're almost they're almost close to Iowa State's defense, as in Kansas State. But West Virginia, you know, they're just – it doesn't really look like they're going to be able to jump out of this hole real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yes, we have to watch out for Sam James. Yes, we've got to find a way to stop Justin Johnson, just like we've got to find a way to contain Jalen Anderson, just like we got to find a way to contain Garrett Green. They have the same problem we do as far as, you know, a lot of their issues on defense have been missed tackles or taking the wrong angles. And, you know, they win some big games and then they lay complete duds. And then they have this massive contract for their head coach. And, and while things are just not going right, uh, it's no telling what they've been doing over the last few weeks to try to make enough money, make this work. And it's going to put them backwards in some area, right? It's just absolutely inevitable. Unless your team is just rolling in the Benjamins, this type of thing is going to have an effect. It's going to be something that's not normal to deal with. So uh, you can't expect it to not have an effect. And I think that that's a, a good thing for everybody in the country to, to pay attention to. This problem that West Virginia is having, anybody can have it. Even the ones who have all the dollar bills, like look at A&M, they're not in a good spot by any stretch. And if you track the flights, ironically enough, there's been some fancy private jets going from College Station to West Virginia. There's been some fancy private jets going from the Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston type of area. And these, uh, these things are landing in Morgantown, West Virginia. Well, not quite Morgantown. You get, you get drift. But just track the flight patterns of some things that are kind of odd. Why would somebody from College Station be taking a private jet to Morgantown? Why would somebody who's an analyst right there in Austin, Texas, take a flight to Morgantown? Why would other coaches in the Houston area take private, fancy, nice flights to go to Morgantown? I mean, I think there's some smoke to this fire. Although it is impressive that the money was able to be earned, uh, it's still, it's got to give you cause for concern. For anybody in the country, don't get yourself in a position where you're so far in the hole that you're going to have to 
beg, borrow, and steal your way out of the bad situation you're in, which is going to have a negative effect in other areas, which is going to put you backwards a little bit, no matter how you slice it. It was a bad move by Shane Lyons, their athletic director. So, of course, they got rid of him. It's just not exactly working right. Even though Neil Brown and the team keep pulling off these crazy wins, they also keep laying complete duds. And now they're losing a bunch of big-time kids that they're already on campus. They have a top 30 recruiting class right this very moment. But that is that going to stay together if you're losing the Charles Woods and the C.J. Donaldsons and the Nico Markules and the Ja'Cory Hammets and your head coach and the staff, right? You know, they just got the new OC, and I do think Graham Harrell is certified. Obviously, if you watch some of their offensive stuff, it's impressive. Nobody knew Garrett Green could throw a dime deep ball, but he did it quite quite often the last few few games. So he has shown you that he is a little bit better than most people thought. Again, it's another backup in the Big 12 that, you know, stuck with it. And when they got their opportunity, they seized the job, and they never let it go. So, I mean, kudos to them. But this rebuild that they're going to be in and losing $16 million, I said, no, it's not, it's not good. And, uh, you know, if a team doesn't have those resources, and it's only going to be more difficult. And it's just, you know, I think it's a good case study for everybody in the country to pay attention to and write it all down and decide this is what we can't do. This is what cannot happen. And yeah, it's a big deal. In my opinion, it's a really big deal. Before we skedaddle on over to basketball, I just wanted to reiterate. This stuff can snowball real quick. This stuff can get out of, out of out of hand sometimes, you know, before you're able to really bounce back from it. So, you know, everybody listening, you know, talk talk to your friends, your family, so on and so forth, and see what, what fans uh, of schools they are. And just look at your favorite team and just compare them to West Virginia's positioning and just kind of see where you're at. West Virginia's got talent. Clearly, they've shown it. They know how to scheme. Clearly, they've shown it. But they they lost a lot of transfers before the season, too. So, it's not all rainbows and lollipops over. Um, I wanna I wanna hop right right into basketball real quick. And if you if you if you saw. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me, I've had to restart my videos eight times for having coffin fits. I'm not, I'm over it. I'm over it. So I appreciate you if you bear with me um, as I got a frog in my throat. Yeah, the the basketball thing, it's, it was a little bit different of an environment to play at or in. So I guess what they were saying was the the Bahamas court, the court was in a casino, so there was a lot of like humidity condensation type stuff, and they knew that would make the wood floor wet, and that's obviously a major health concern. So instead, 
what the casino had to do was air condition like to the max. So Mike Boynton was even saying that it was it was pretty daggone cold. Definitely not what you expect in a basketball game. You never expect it to be cold because it's all temperature controlled. He said, but not for this. And they couldn't. And they all had a, a, a discussion about it and understood why they had to keep it cold to prevent, you know, slippage and, and condensation and whatnot and to prevent injuries. So not a bad move. But as we roll into this basketball talk, man, when you watch Mike Boynton in an interview, it's so hard to be upset at the man. Is it not? It's because he is so honest and so transparent, right? And when he's saying stuff like, if we, we, if we were undefeated, right? Musa Cisse would be in conversations for big time stuff. Uh, including awards and potential draft and so on and so forth. So if he's saying that if we're undefeated, which he says is a big time player, that's a big that's a that's a bold move, Cotton. Or dare sorry, or should I say Coach Coach Boynton? That's that's a that's a bold move, Coach Boynton. Really is. And he also talked about Caleb Boone and, you know, uh, along, not long as four years ago when we were bringing him in, we didn't think he was going to last four years. Not, not like physically, like he would be in the draft way before he would be graduating. So, but he's had to deal with some things, but if you watched the DePaul game, you saw those two together are both NBA caliber. Whether they're starters or not, who knows? But they're both they're both NBA caliber players. The the thing that's kind of I don't know. I'm making a screw the pooch is our shooting. Uh, we went two for twenty one the other day at, at three point shots. Right, we're five for thirty four in the last two games in three point shots. Uh, the two of twenty. Or two, yeah, two of twenty were off off the dribble, three pointers. So, what Coach Boynton said, it's not, it's not. They're not all bad shots. There is, you know, 10, 12 bad shots that should just never ever happen. But there's a good number of open shots, wide open shots that all of these guys hit in practice and scrimmages like it's going out of style. So evidently, you know, we're just gonna have to be patient. I know we've been saying it for a long time. But at least we get just open and crazy, crazy transparency with Coach Boynton. And, and a lot of coaches on campus are very open and honest, right? Uh, Caleb Boone was interviewed recently, and he talked about how they learned in the Bahamas, even though the, the court situation was really, really odd, and it didn't make it super comfortable. Uh, he had said that they're starting to realize as a team that they, they can be really actually very, very, very good at defense. They have a little bit of a bad resume because we've blown so many 16, 15, 18-point leads, and that just comes down to shooting. So, you know, if, if that's the, the, the hill we're dying on, we just have to wait for the day that we're all on fire with the rock in our hands. And again, it's going to happen. So hopefully we just got to take the defense, make it more consistent. 
take the offense, make it more consistent. That's it. That's the only thing we're lacking is the consistency. We've got the talent. We've got the ability. It's just got to put it all together. And again, I know we've been saying that for a little bit, but hopefully this is that time now. All right, I got to bring up our other sponsor for the day, which is Bet Online. Go to betonline.net. It's your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball, from soccer to esports. We've got it. We've got it all covered at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can also find those at Bet Online as well. Speaking of podcasts, we're all they're always the fastest, the easiest, and the best way to get the best fix. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Yeah, speaking of yeah, this, uh, this has been a really fun ride thus far, guys. It really has. I'm glad that we got the video side of it going. Um, it's just, just it, it continuously gets gets better. And I wanted to thank you guys very, very, very much. I, I know that you could, uh, you know, look over into the podcasting side. We're available on all podcast platforms, Spotify, Google, the whole nine yards. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I, this has been a really great ride so far. And it's, it's only going to get better. I'm, I'm gradually improving in certain areas. So, I... I Again, this show means nothing without you guys. So uh, thank you very, very much for your participation. And before we we finish this thing up, I want to hear your your guys' thoughts, of course, on what do you think that we're missing in basketball? Yeah, that's going to be the question for the comments is, in, in your opinion, what do you think is missing? And do you see us playing in the tournament this year? Are we going to participate in March Madness? Yes or no? Yeah, we have good D, bad resume. We've got to fix the threes. Uh, yeah, It was fun to hear Caleb say that if we don't learn how to shoot better and be more consistent on defense, then we're going to start getting blown out all the time. That's an odd comment, but he ain't, he ain't wrong. Again, this transparency and honesty, to me, it's awesome. Scary, but awesome. They found a way to become brothers, according to some. Not that they weren't already, but this Bahamas trip, it could, it could pay big dividends for this year's Hoop Squad. Hopefully it does. Time will obviously tell. And... Yeah, I've just, uh, I, I think it could be, it could be all right. And don't, don't stress too much guys, but I implore every, everybody out there, look at West Virginia and just kind of see what they have gone through, the choices they've made, where it led them to, and kind of compare it to where your favorite squad sits outside of my OSU fans, of course, right? Uh, from an OSU perspective, we're not we're not there, and I think I think that uh, we have the right leadership to not get there. But there's some places that they're at this point that West Virginia is, and they're just right right around the corner from it spiraling out of control. We're not there yet. 
but they're a good case study to try to avoid some of the things that they've fallen victim to in the last few years. I think that's all I got for today. I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And we'll do this fun ride again tomorrow. Uh, thank you for, for making this your first stop for all of your cowboy or cowgirl info here on Locked On Oklahoma State. My name is Cody Stovall. You can find me all day O-State on Twitter, O-State all day on Facebook. And right here on all of your podcasting platforms as well as the, the, the show on YouTube. Oh, I did want to say one more thing before I get out of here. For, for those on, the, on all of the podcasting, you can't see what I'm doing right now. And people on YouTube can see that I'm, I'm pulling my beard, right? And my beard goes to about halfway down my chest. Longer, longer than my, about as long as my, my hand. And I'm 6'4", 230. So I'm a decent-sized fellow with decent-sized hands. If we do not win this game against West Virginia on senior night in Stillwater, Oklahoma, I will shave every daggone portion of this off live. When last time I went live, there was a couple of people asking me about the beard. I've been growing it for 11 years and I shave, I typically shave it every time we lose. But I wanted to change it up this time because I am very superstitious. And that K State performance was like, you know, the worst since the 90s type thing. So I was like, well, maybe I'll change it up this year. Right. So I did. And it just, it, we keep spiraling. So then I was like, okay, if we just keep spiraling, I'm just going to, I've been growing it for, for nine months, 10 months, almost a year. Yeah. Almost a year. And uh, yeah, I was just going to keep it, but there's just, there's too much riding on this one. Yeah. These kids, they were running stadiums. They were doing extra routes, extra lifting, working on hand-eye, working on footwork when we were all sleeping. So even though they came back for the season that didn't quite go the way they planned on it, they deserve that stadium to get pretty, pretty wild. The 28 players that we have walking, they deserve Boone Pickens to go crazy. Because again, they put the work in when we were all sleeping. When we're all, you know, eating steak and, and toast and eggs for breakfast. They're out there working. So no matter what the season looks like, on this day, at this time, in this place, in Pickens Stadium, it means the world to them. So it should mean the world to us as fans. Let's show up and let's show out. Let's let the crowd feed, feed the senior day into a W. And if it doesn't happen, all of this is gone. And I promise you, I don't look, I don't look, I don't look so hot bald. I look like some fella named Chester. It's ridiculous. So I've never done a double goodbye. Okay. So here we are. I'm sorry for having to do the double goodbye, but I still love you. And I still hope you're blessed. And I still appreciate you stopping by Locked On Oakland State to get your daily dose of all things cowboy and cowgirl related. For real this time, I'll see you all tomorrow.